Today's broadcast of Bagels and Blessings has been previously recorded at an earlier time. Shalom Chaverim, that's Hebrew for hello friends, and Shabbat Shalom, that's Hebrew for Sabbath peace. This is Ethel Chadwick. Welcome to another week of Bagels and Blessings. Today on Bagels and Blessings, you're going to hear an interview that took place at the Messiah Conference this past July. Mark Vitito from The Smiling Sheep he interviewed me, I interviewed him, and we also had Becca Sheffron with us. And it was so much fun, and you're going to learn a lot more about each of us. So stay with me, and I'll be right back. Bagels and Blessings is a ministry of Congregation Shema Yisrael. We are a Messianic congregation made up of Jews and Gentiles who believe that Jesus, or Yeshua, is the promised Messiah. Our services contain Jewish liturgy and Davidic dancing, and we celebrate the Feasts of Israel. We meet at 250 Edgewood Avenue in Brighton, and our services are Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Please join us for worship. And while you are in the building, be sure to check out the Fig Tree Messianic Bookstore and Gift Shop. Now open Mondays from 6 to 8 p.m., Tuesdays by appointment, Wednesdays from 3 to 8 p.m., Thursdays from 3 to 6 p.m., and up to 30 minutes after services on Saturdays. You can call the Fig Tree Bookstore at 585-484-7775. The Fig Tree Bookstore and Gift Shop is a great place for books, CDs, cards, jewelry, and so much more. So be sure to check them out when you visit Congregation Shema Yisrael. And now, when you make a purchase at the Fig Tree Bookstore, you can fill out a raffle ticket. Those names will be drawn for a prize from Bagels and Blessings. So those of you in the Rochester area, be sure to visit Congregation Shemayas Royale in the Fig Tree Bookstore and fill out your ticket for a chance to win a prize from Bagels and Blessings. That was the voice of Jonathan Sattel. May he rest in peace. And next up, here's some music from Ted Pierce. Praises awaiting you in Zion, oh God. And to you our vows will all be fulfilled. Oh, you who hears our prayers. It is to you that all shall come. Of the wilderness overflow, 
Shalom, y'all. This is Ted Pierce coming from Texas. Don't change that dial. You are listening to my fabulous friend, Ethel Chadwick, on Bagels and Blessings. Tune in every week for the best in radio. Thank you. I'd like to thank Excellent Air Heating and Cooling for sponsoring Bagels and Blessings. Give them a call today at 585-889-7840. They're a family-owned and operated business. Their prices are fantastic. They will take care of your air conditioner in the summer and your furnace in the winter. Give them a call today because they love the Lord and they are excellent. Excellent air, heating and cooling. 585-889-7840. Well, my friends, this is the last program from the year 2023. And I don't know about you, but I think it's been a great year. I'm also looking forward to what God's going to do in the coming year as well. And so just keep up the good work for Yeshua. Honor him at all times. Remember that he is always the reason for the season. God bless each and every one of you. And even though Christmas is behind us, I recently rediscovered this cute song from Sally Klein O'Connor, The Ghost of Christmas Past. Dear ghost of Christmas, me long past, there's far too much to tell. I heard you crying in the back and came to wish you well. While all around the carols swell, there's hope in every heart. But stone-faced you sit dark inside, a statue set apart my dear you cannot hear me now I truly wish you could for so much joy has blossomed since you moved from where I stood your heart will break your soul so you weep until you sing this darkness will become a this chain a gleaming wing and you will learn beyond a doubt that you are loved and known that healing comes from barren lands where love has overflown I cannot linger long, my dear, for you are but the past. I bid you Christmas once again, for one more year has passed. I kiss your face as you fade out. And where you stood, I stand. We are alive and we are well. And held in healing hands. 
Hi, this is Sally Klein O'Connor, and you're listening to Bagels and Blessings. I'd like to thank Excellent Air Heating and Cooling for sponsoring Bagels and Blessings. Give them a call today at 585-889-7840. They're a family-owned and operated business. Their prices are fantastic. They will take care of your air conditioner in the summer and your furnace in the winter. Give them a call today because they love the Lord and they are excellent. Excellent Air Heating and Cooling, 585-889-7840. Sue Samuel wrote this great song called Rise Up. And Bot Rifka Witten has a wonderful arrangement of that song. I know you're just going to love it. Rise up, rise up, my King, and deliver 
I love her arrangement. It's such a powerful song. And it's a reminder, we have to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We must pray that all hostages are freed. And we must pray that no weapon formed against them will prosper. Here's Jill Chernoff. Though the nations rage against you, O Jerusalem, know this, that the Lord your God is with you. For does not the prophet Isaiah say, no weapon formed against you shall prosper? So I say unto you, fear not, O Jerusalem. Fear not, Tel Aviv. Fear not, Haifa and Tiberias. Fear not, sons of David. For the Lord your God is with you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. The says the Lord. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. No weapon formed against you shall.
Bagels and Blessings is a ministry of Shema Yisrael Messianic Congregation. Your tax-deductible contributions will help keep this program on the air. Make checks out to Shema Yisrael, that's S-H-E-M-A-Y-I-S-R-A-E-L, and please put Bagels and Blessings on the memo portion of your check. Send your contributions to Bagels and Blessings, Post Office Box 192, Scottsville, New York, 14546-0192. And you're invited to come and experience Messianic worship in person Saturday morning at 10 a.m. 250 Edgewood Avenue in Brighton. Stay tuned for a three-part interview. I interview Mark Vitito about smiling sheep. He interviews me about my testimony, and then we also talk with Becca Chevron. It's going to be so much fun, but in the meantime, here's some more great music from Joshua Aaron. Praising God today for our salvation. And the one and only that points us to the Father, Yeshua Ben Elohim. There is a name I call upon. Oh, Lamb, who 
This is Joshua Aaron, and you are listening to Bagels and Blessings. And now it's time for the interview. And let me just tell you, it was fun. We were on stage at this big room called the Marketplace. It's the room where all the vendors gather, and there's tables with jewelry and T-shirts, and people are selling shofars, and there's a stage where people come and play their music. And we're sitting on stage. In the middle of our interview, some kids pulled a fire alarm. We didn't know it at the time that it was just kids. So, you know, everybody clears out, and then we have to come back in. So Mark Vitito had to do quite a bit of editing to piece this all together. But if you hear any mention of a fire alarm, that's what he's talking about. All right, well, enjoy, and I'll be back after the interview. Uh, so I'm happy to be here today, and I'm going to invite up Becca Sheffron. Also, <laughs> the side with no stairs. And Becca is here because we have, um, she has a sister project that we want to tell you about. And this is really birthed out of seeing the Jesus Revolution movie. And I know, Ethel, you had some questions. So I, I am here to share with Ethel about this project and to share with you. And we also want to hear Ethel's story. So, Ethel? Well, first of all, I've been hearing about this farm animal that smiles and I don't know if I've ever seen a farm animal smile what's what's up oh yes it's a smiling sheep what in the world is a smiling sheep pray tell some would say it's a bad name <laughs> so smiling sheep is uh, my moniker that is um, the house for all things that I do which is public speaking or writing devotionals but the biggest thing that I have going on is this project which is called they called him Yeshua uh -huh. and you're gonna see some of these around if you scan the QR code you can find more find out more about this project and even how you can uh, donate to this project wonderful how did you come up with the name of everything that you do Smiling Sheep? Why the Smiling Sheep? Yes. I'll tell you that in brief. All right. Um, in 1995, I was working at Beth Yeshua Messianic Synagogue in Philadelphia as the janitor, scrubbing the walls, <laughs> listening to Keith Green. Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean. Um, listening to Keith Green and just asking God how uh, Becca actually was on the other side of the world in Odessa Ukraine at that time along with some other friends of ours and I was praying fervently for them but part of my prayer was not only God use them create divine appointments for them but God use me he named me and he spoke to me and I don't say that lightly and I don't say that that happens often but he spoke to me and he said how many homeless people do you see I was living in Philadelphia at the time and it just opened my eyes to the fact that everywhere you go in Philadelphia, there are homeless people uh, and they are in need not only of physical um, support, but also of just the Lord and encouragement. And so I uh, was listening to Keith Green, his, the, his retelling of the parable of the sheep and the goats from Matthew 25 verses 31 to 46. And you were inspired. And I was inspired and I said, Keith Green says at the end of that, the only difference between the sheep and the goats is what they did and didn't do. And I decided at that moment, I'm gonna strive to be a sheep and to hear him say at the end of my life, well done, good and faithful servant. So Wonderful. that's where the smiling sheep came from. Wonderful, well I know you wanna interview me, but before you do that, I want to know a little bit briefly about Stones of Witness because it's a new term to me and Becca is going to tell us now all about Stones of Witness. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, it is, this is a very exciting uh, thing that, that I believe the Lord has placed in my heart and as you'll hear soon with Mark, something very similar in his heart, separately without us even knowing. 
But about a year and a half ago at this point, a very dear friend of mine had passed away in Israel and I wasn't able to be near her. And um, I, to make a long story short, my heart was like, this is a phenomenal woman, an older woman who had an incredible history and the Lord did so much and used her in so many ways. I said, if only I had taken the time to interview her and get her story so that her legacy would continue and so that um, other women would be blessed the way I was blessed by her in my life. And then as soon as I started doing uh, that thought, that thought came to mind, um, I began thinking about the Messianic movement from a similar perspective. And I said, you know, we're a young movement. I mean, we're 2,000 years old, but we're also 50 years old. And we have... Um, Many leaders, some have gone on to be with the Lord, but many are still here who are founders, pioneers in this movement, and we need to get their stories. And it felt very important, pressed on my heart, that we are to document. You know, I mean, I know there's lots of music, there's books and all this, but I, I come from a media background with television, and I felt like it's time to do a documentary series, in fact. Stones of Witness comes from in the Old Testament when um, they crossed over, the Israelites crossed over the Jordan into the Promised Land. The Lord said to them, take a stone from the water for each tribe, 12 stones in total, and it's to be a memorial, you know, placed on the, um, in the, the Promised Land as a memorial to remind us for, for, for generations to come uh, of what the Lord has done. And so that's very much what I want to do. Each person that we interview will be a stone and together we gather them. It will be stones of witness to remind us of what the Lord has done as he has brought back the Messianic movement and all his prophecy and all the things that are happening. So that's what's happening. That's a sister project to They Called Him Yeshua, which is uh, the project that I've started documenting leaders that came to faith and or began their ministries in the 60s and 70s during or coming out of the Jesus the Yeshua revolution. And that's where we brought you on today, Ethel. You are um, a legend in, the, in Messianic broadcasting, having a bagels and blessings for almost 26 years, I believe. I'm Correct? amazed, yes. Yeah. Incredible. So, so I would like to uh, trumpet, if you will, your testimony. I thought angels used hearts. Have so many good outfits. So far, so good. So far, so good. <laughs> Ethel, tell us exactly how you came to become a believer. So, what you're really asking me is, was a nice Jewish girl like me doing in a place like this? <laughs> well, how long do we have? How many hours? <laughs> Depends on how many fire alarms we have. <laughs> Well, basically, I grew up in a Jewish home where we were holiday Jews. We went to synagogue for Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. My parents sent me to Hebrew school for five years. My mama taught me to pray Psalm 23 when I was afraid of thunderstorms. But we didn't talk about God very much, and Jesus never came into the picture. But I remember riding my bicycle one day looking at trees on both sides of the road and one tree was taller than the rest and all of a sudden this thought came into my mind oh that taller tree is like jesus overlooking his disciples they went oh where did that come from i mean a nice jewish girl i don't i never heard about him i don't talk about him that was strange and you know i had friends that weren't Jewish, and my mama always said, don't you have any, don't you, can't you find any Jewish friends? I said, mama, please, please. My best friend was Catholic. I thought that would be a cool thing to, you know, have confession someday. It sounded, sounded like, it sounded nice. And fast forward to, um, I, I was always in, interested in astrology, numerology. I was like seeking, you know, seeking, so drawn to mysteries of life. And I remember singing hymns and Christmas carols in school, thinking, oh, they're so pretty, I like those. And then I was part of the, I was from Richmond, Virginia, I was part of the Richmond Symphony Chorus, and we sang Handel's Messiah, for unto us a son is born, child is born, whatever the words are. I had no idea, it was like over my head. And then I graduated high school, and there were 
12 of us that received a special citation from the principal. And I remember there was a pastor there. He had done the opening prayers. He came around to each one of us and shook our hands. And he comes to me, looks me in the eyes, says, you will do great and mighty things for our Lord. And I'm like, I'm thinking in my mind, please just go to the next person. It was freaky. Okay, so now I'm studying music education and voice. The so one year I was in college, we'll get to why I quit. And the president of the music club, him and his wife invited me to a meeting where people were sharing their testimonies. That was freaky and weird and like that. Then they gave me this tract and I stuffed it into my backpack, got home, took it out. I'm looking at it on the bunk bed and it says, Jews for Jesus. <gasps> Threw it in the trash can. Little seeds being planted, you know, but I wasn't ready yet. So I'll make this quick because there's so much to tell. That year, a, a fellow music student said, Ethel, Ethel, I have a cousin in the Navy. He wants to write to a nice Jewish girl. I thought, oh, sailor, I... I wrote for several months to a man, and we became really close friends, and then we became, you know, eventually we became engaged and got married. I didn't know him very well. He was from a Jewish background that was even less observant than mine. And, you know, I can't say that it was a horrible thing to happen that we married, because we had three wonderful children who are the pride and joy of my life. But we were married for almost 12 years, and it just, I tried really hard to please him. I eventually moved, we moved to Rochester, New York, and a girl came to sit right next to me at Kodak. And, you know, my, my husband at the time, we argued. I had no peace. And there's this lady, Doreen, at Kodak, with her picture of Yeshua on her desk, quietly praying during lunch. And I found, I'm always drawn to people who are calm, because maybe you've noticed I'm a little hyper. I don't know if it shows, but... So, so Doreen began to gently share with me little snippets here and there. And I don't even remember her exact words, but something she said got me curious. So I opened up that forbidden book, you know, because Jews are not going to look at a New Testament. We're convinced that it's anti-Semitic, right? By the way, this was around 1976, when I was 22. Yeah, go ahead and do the math. So... I remember opening the New Testament and seeing the genealogy right there on the first page. My goodness, they're mentioning King David. And I'm thumbing through, and then I'm looking at the Beatitudes. I'm like, whoa, there's nothing anti-Semitic here. His words are beautiful, they're life-giving. And then... Somebody told me, maybe it was because I met some other Jewish believers, I found out the disciples were Jewish, the Last Supper was a Passover Seder, and here's the clincher. Yeshua said in Matthew 5.17, I came to fulfill the law and the prophets, not to change it? Whoa! The New Testament was a Jewish book, and so this lady, Doreen, that had shown me these things, she told me what to do to be saved. But here's the weird thing. I don't remember ever asking her that. I think I asked her something else. Each time she said, oh, well, you need to say the prayer and invite him into your heart. So that was in my head. So there was one day after another argument with my ex, because he became my ex. I remember, you know, going upstairs in my house to my place of refuge, the bathroom. Sorry, mama. She said, you don't ever mention God's name in the bathroom. It's sacrilegious. I'm sorry. I remember standing there at the mirror, and I said the J word, the J word. I mean, it was hard to even say Jesus. So it was July 2nd, which by the way was two days ago, July 2nd, 1976, and I invited in Yeshua into my heart. But right away, I'm thinking, what have I done? Did I just convert to another religion? Am I still a Jew? I began to meet other Jewish believers in the Rochester area and eventually my ex did not appreciate my having come to the Lord and 
we we had three kids and we were married for 12 years and it didn't work out and you know God was with me that whole time and eventually I ended up in Rochester New York and before that Buffalo Frank Lawrence's congregation where I met Daniel Chadwick he fell in love with my children then with me and we married and it's been great and then bagels and blessings just fell into my lap so tell me about um, your early experiences with the Messianic movement. Wow. Why yes. Why did you turn to Messianic Judaism and not just absorb into the church? I was proud of my heritage. That's a great question, Mark. I was proud of my heritage. I was attracted to the Jewish flavor. I remember the first time I ever went to Brith Hadashah in Buffalo. I loved the worship. I loved the Jewishness of it. I didn't want to just become assimilated. I'm proud to be a Jew. I was born a Jew. I'll die a Jew. Do you know what I mean? There's a, there's a good book by that name, actually. <laughs> yes, yes. So that's a really great question. Um, I guess one thing that really has been the impetus for this project for me is that there were pioneers that took us from Hebrew Christianity to Messianic Judaism and to the identity that we have today. What do you think it was about that pioneer spirit that may be lacking today we may need for the future of our movement? That's a really good question. I'm not sure I have an answer. We need just we just need to remember who we are. We we're we're daughters and sons of the Most High God. But we are Jewish, and we need to make sure that we are sharing our Jewish heritage with our family. That we are still observing our holidays, and that we are keeping our liturgy, our Jewish prayers, and not letting the Hebrew language die. And man. You're talking about the early days. I remember Lamb. Lamb and Israel's Hope. The first Messianic groups I ever heard. And I'm sure you can relate, but it's like when I walk in when I walked in the door and I heard that early Messianic music, it was like I'm home. I am home. They just they captured the Jewish flavor. And I love the Jewish flavor and I don't want to ever lose that. Thank you, Ethel. You're welcome. Um, I don't know, with the fire alarm, we may have a few more minutes, but I wanted to share with you the experience of hearing the testimonies of those that have come to faith whose lives were changed, and now with bagels and blessings are changing lives. You've had the opportunity to, um, to interview so many, and share the stories of so many. Scripture says that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, right? So, one last question, Ethel. What do you think is the power of testimony? And tell us a little bit about this book that you've just written. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is just coming out Thursday night at the book signing, and I'll have a table Thursday through Saturday, but I'm so excited. The Lord gave me the opportunity to write for Eric Tokinger's Messianic Daily News website and he said you can write about anything you want. This was years ago and I chose to write about relationships and so these chapters evolved from those articles I wrote and it's all about how you can't love another person unless you love yourself and it's about not giving into pride and what to do when you disagree and things to look for in a mate, things to avoid when you are looking for a mate and just how to be godly in your relationship. So I'm very excited that God has opened the door for me to write this. Thank you. Tell me about uh, these testimonies and what you think they mean to our community. Bagels and blessings. Why do you do bagels and blessings? I love that question. And by the way, I interview so many people. It's, it's rare that I'm interviewed, so I'm, I'm loving this. My first thought when I was given an opportunity to do a one-time, one-hour show, my first thought was, can I play Messianic music on the air? And he says, of course, the hour is yours, do whatever you want. Initially, it was to share Messianic music with the world. 
but my motto became to share the Jewishness of the gospel with the world. And I'm excited. I mean, I'm on the air in Rochester, New York, but it's live streamed. And then I have podcasts, so thank God it's going all over the world. I'm excited to share that it's a very Jewish thing to believe in a Jewish Messiah. And there are people that still have never heard Messianic music. So I can share with them Paul Wilbur's music, McKedem, Marty Getz. They've never heard some of this stuff. So I am so excited that God has given me this wonderful opportunity for all these years. Well, thank you, Ethel. And Becca, we're, I'm very excited to partner with you with Stones of Witness. If you want to learn how you can support these projects, they called him Yeshua and Stones of Witness, you will see these, I don't know where mine is, but the little information cards, look for the smiling sheep. <laughs> On the back table, there's a few. On the back table, there's a few. Click the QR code, there it is, there's the smiling sheep. Look for these information cards and help us to bring the stories of our pioneers to life and share that pioneering spirit with the Messianic leaders that are present and are to come. Thank you so much for having us with you today. Shalom. That was really so much fun, and it occurred to me I rarely promote my own music on this program, but because they asked me questions about my story, I thought I'll share a song that I wrote a long time ago in a galaxy far away. I was a young, ordinary, conservative Southern Jew. I didn't know my Messiah and all the things he could do Then I met some of those people with all those funny grins Talking about salvation and talking all about sin I was afraid to believe it, I didn't think it was true Whoever heard of loving Jesus and still remaining a Jew but when I opened up the Bible and read what Jesus said Suddenly excitement just welled right up in my head I am a young, ordinary, conservative northern Jew I've moved up north I've come to know my Messiah and all the things he can do And now I'm one of those people with lots and lots of grins I talk about salvation I talk a lot about sin I am a young, ordinary, messianic Jew How about you? If you can't share the Lord with a friend Where will you be in the end? If you're scared to mention his name If you hide your head in shame You're gonna go down where it's really hot But you've got a choice Like it or not So spread that good old news Yeshua paid our debts Tell your mom and your teachers You can even tell your pets Remember that he loves us all No matter what we do Yeshua the Messiah Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is a rare thing. You won't hear me playing my songs on this program very much, but <laughs> it seemed appropriate. The first song was called An Ordinary Jew, and the second song was called If You Can't Share the Lord. Just a couple of ditties I wrote back in 1994, and I thank you so much for listening to Pickles and Blessings today. Well, we do have time for at least one more song. Let me see what I can come up with. Stay tuned. And by the way, if you want more information about Mark Vitito's ministry, 
go to thesmilingsheep.com. Thesmilingsheep.com. This song was played on my very first broadcast in 1997. Here's Barry and Batya Siegel with Kumi Ori. Here's Phil Klein with the ironic benediction. God bless you. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. This is Ethel Chadwick saying, Shalom Alechem, peace be with you. Remember, 
Every day of your life is an opportunity to be a blessing to someone. Thank you so much for listening to Bagels and Blessings. Shalom. Shalom.